Hi, lovely listeners. Welcome back to the Nutrition Nurse Podcast with me, Anna. You are very welcome to episode two. I'm delighted to be back and doing this and so, so grateful to have you back listening. I hope that you enjoyed episode one. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and give it a listen. It's just a little introduction to me. And episode two, then we're just going to touch on the types of people that I can help. So this is a hugely diverse area. And if you are listening and you're unsure if you fit into any of the categories, that's okay. I'm not here to put you in a box. Um, And they're never going to be two people who are the same. For all, they might be struggling with similar issues. The approach is going to be slightly different for everybody. So it might be that you can resonate with some of the areas that I talk about, but please just reach out and I will clarify anything that you have any queries about um, or answer any questions for you. So my main aim really with the whole concept of nutrition coaching is just to give people the education and knowledge that they need to be able to support themselves um, in the long term and to live an overall healthy lifestyle. That's that's it in a nutshell, basically. Um, but a lifestyle that best supports their goals. And I think it's massively underestimated the impact of actually focusing on your goals or what you want to get from life. However, it can be really, really difficult um, and also a bit overwhelming and confusing if you don't know what your goals are you don't know where to start you don't even know how to find out what they are which I think a lot of us don't you know we don't know what we are aiming for and then it can be quite overwhelming when people you know talk about setting goals and you think well I don't even know what mine are what they would be so there's lots of things that we can do to get you to that point there's many different aspects of health and when we look at um, nutrition obviously it's there's a huge multifaceted multifaceted approach and there's lots of other things that play a part in um, supporting your overall nutrition and, and supporting your overall health but it's all going to be completely individual and I think this is where the one-to-one coaching style really really suits people um, and helps them to get the most out of it. So I've got some clients that come to me with a specific goal, but once we actually start asking questions about it and looking into that in more depth and do more work around it, that goal can often change or they might realise that they didn't want it in the first place for the right reasons. Um, and it has to be important to you and, and also a benefit to you. You know, we know as human beings, we aren't going to do things that we don't see any benefit in. It's really, really hard for us to stay motivated and, and, and stay committed to something like that. So this is why, you know, motivation, it doesn't serve us in the long term. Um, and we are often motivated by, I wouldn't say the wrong factors, but often factors that aren't going to get us sustainable results. Um, so we start, you know, um, looking more at intrinsic motivation than we do the extrinsic factors. So intrinsic motivation, you know, is things like why it's important to you, why you want to achieve something, um, you know, what what it's going to do. And, and we often get there by asking why all the time. So question and questions. So, you know, you might say to yourself, right, well, I want to, you might have a weight loss goal. Well, why is that important to you? And it might be because you want to fit into a certain outfit. Right. Well, why is that important to you? Or you might want to look good at a certain social occasion. Again, why is that important to you? And this is when you really, really dig deep and find out that intrinsic motivation. So that is just, you know, a bit of a starting block on how we work out what it is that we need and, and and that's ultimately going to determine whether nutrition coaching is you know the right step for us. So starting off with this clarity and self-awareness is really key when it comes to working on yourself and working alongside a coach and it's exactly why a person-centered approach works so well. 
this is something that I've practiced for years as a nurse. So despite the policies and procedures in the red tape of the NHS, I have had to adapt and treat each patient as an individual. And it's something that I've always, always aspired and aimed to do because I think that can make all the difference for a patient's journey. The impact to a patient um, of a negative experience is something that is always going to outweigh a, a positive experience. And this we know because it's a way that it affects a certain part of your brain. So it's more it, it's almost more imprinted in your in your memory. Um and I think for this is a little side note, it can be very easy for nurses, healthcare professionals, you know, people in those really, really um, you know, important but stressful jobs and, and positions to forget that they are dealing with, you know, somebody who's going through something potentially for the first time or they might be going through, you know, the worst day of their lives. And if we can't show them compassion and empathy and treat them as an individual, um, then it can have a real negative impact on their experience and on their journey. And I think just on, you know, with regards to day to day life, if you, whoever you come into contact with, no matter, you know, what's going on um, in, in your own life, I think it's important to try and be kind because you never know what's going on in someone else's life. And again, this is where that, you know, person centred approach is really, really important. So a little side note, I'm I'm aware of that, but I think that that's just um it just brings to the forefront how important that self awareness is, and if you can be self aware of how you are to other people, then um you know it it's just one step to to being a good person really. So sorry that was quite a big side note, but I think it's just good to highlight the power of self awareness, you know, and the impact that can have on ourselves and others. And you might think it's strange that when I'm talking about nutrition coaching that I'm talking about all of these other things. But if you follow me on social media, you'll see a lot of the stuff that I talk about is to do with, um, you know, the other areas of our life, the other things that impact our nutrition or, you know, a lot of behaviour change stuff. And predominantly, we know that there is a lot of other influ- like things that influence and, and impact um, the choices that we make in relation to food, the relationship that we have with our diet and food and nutrition. There's a lot of internal factors and, and reasons for that for those, but then there's also a lot of external factors like you know our social environment, um, our cultural environment, um, how we've been brought up, the you know financial um options that we have, things like that. But there's also a lot of a lot of evidence to show that when you improve your self awareness and focus on your goals, that you see improvements in other areas of your life. So it might be that actually you start to work on your nutrition or your food relationship or the relationship that you have with yourself. And that part and part then influences and improves other areas of your life because you're building that self-confidence and self-trust through treating yourself better. And I think ultimately that's all that any of us ever want is, you know, to feel better about ourselves and to just to feel better in general. So when it comes to behaviour change, there's two things that I just want to touch on. The first thing is that in generally, in order for someone to want to make change for themselves, the pain of staying the same must exceed the pain that it takes to change. And I absolutely love that quote. I think it's so, so powerful. And it might be, you know, what some people relate to as rock bottom. But whatever it is, and it doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be that someone's got to a point, you know, that they feel like, everything's you know folded in their lives um, and two people can also be in exactly the same situation and one person can be happy with that and the other one isn't you know getting to that 
point of wanting to change and that painful point doesn't have to be the same for everybody and, and it definitely won't be the same for everybody but it has to be painful enough that um you know the place that you're in prompts you to go through the challenge that it takes to change because that's what stops most people it's the difficulty it's when things get hard that we stop um, and if you have a, a driving force behind you because you have a need and a want to change then you know that is going to support you more to push through those difficulties and I'm not saying that everybody you know needs to be in this painful place to change or anything like that but generally you have to you know the benefits have to outweigh the cost basically and this is where I find coaching most powerful because you're held accountable so the accountability is the one of the main things that is going to support you to get your results and to get your end goal um and this you know is impactful in, in in a lot of different areas in life but definitely when it comes to coaching that is one of one of the main strengths of it and this is where you start to build that self-trust because you know every time you break past those barriers and prove to yourself you can do hard things you will build that self-trust and subsequently then have you know start to build more confidence in yourself because how many times have you given up doing something when it got hard and you then, you know, tell yourself this story. And also we know that because of the neural pathways in your brain, um, that's how habits are formed. And, you know, the more you do something, the more innate it becomes to you to do it. So every if you get to a point every time, you know, say you want to like learn a new skill and every time you get to a certain point, you give up on that skill, then you start to, to, to make yourself believe, right, well, that's just what we do now. We never get past that. So it becomes very, very easy to get to that point and then give up again. Um, and you know you really can't see the benefit of you know doing something so then you talk yourself out of it and then you justify you know why you talked yourself out of it and you tell yourself it's okay and sometimes you know that can be the case if the goal isn't important to you but then also it's often on things that we want as well but we just don't have the skills and the support there to get to the point that we we achieve something and then I think the second thing um is about feeling our best so I don't think people have a comparison or a lot of people don't have a comparison to what it feels like to feel their best or even just to feel better um, and that's often a driver for wanting to improve when we do know what it's like to feel better so as hard as things can be it gives us that intrinsic motivation so a lot of people you know just continue through life and they, they, they might be perfectly happy and that's fantastic, you know, I, that's all I ever want for everybody to reach their level of happy. But if you are wanting to change or you want something else in your life, um, I think often when you've achieved that and then, so, you know, life's up and down. Sometimes we, we slip back to old behaviours or old habits or whatever it is. When you have that comparison of, of being in that place originally and you know what it feels like to feel your best or to feel better, you have more of a driving force to get back there because you think, oh no, I can feel like that. That's how I want to feel. Whereas if you have never had that and you don't have that comparison, then it's not even, you know, it's not even in your in, in the forefront of your mind to be thinking about it. And I often witness um a bit of a a bit of a bias or you know a stigma around the types of people that people think should be getting support with their nutrition or should be improving the diet. And I see this a lot in the hospitals as well. 
because a lot of conditions are associated with people, you know, maybe in larger bodies or smaller bodies, or, um, you know, some people might be more predisposed to certain conditions. But just because somebody is in, you know, a larger body or, a, you know, a smaller body and they are deemed as being underweight or overweight, it doesn't mean that they are unhealthy and it doesn't mean that they need to work on their nutrition or their food relationship. You can have somebody who is in a quote unquote a normal body size and this, you know, is going off um, the BMI range. So somebody who is deemed within a normal BMI and they can be unhealthy. You know, a normal body size doesn't equate to health. And they can also have a really unhealthy relationship with food. They can have a really unhealthy diet. Um, equally, you can have somebody who is, you know, in a, a larger body size and is hitting everything that they, that they should be to have optimal health. So it's quite a, a bias there that a lot of people have and there's quite a stigma around it. Um, and this is where there's a huge diversity and, and range of people that I work with when it comes to nutrition coaching. So that brings us on nicely to the types of problems that I can help people with. Obviously, you know, there's a range of people that I can work with, but the problems and the struggles that they have also varies massively. So if you have, you know, struggled with um, your relationship with food and your body and you just generally want to feel better um, and overcome those struggles, then that is a huge area of work that I do. You might be somebody who's dieted for years and years and you don't know how to get out of this diet cycle. You also might be someone who is in this binge restrict cycle where you, you know, over restrict and then binge eat. And this continues on because you can't break the cycle and, you know, develop the healthy habits that you need to do that. You might just want to feel healthier and happier and stronger in your life. And, you know, that is amazing. And again, that's ultimately that most like most of us, all most of us want. If you want to improve your nutrition to support your training or exercise, that is another huge area that I can work with. Supporting your fertility, you know, symptoms of perimenopause, menopause and support with nutrition around PCOS, because there is a huge link between, um, you know, disordered eating habits and PCOS. So they're all other areas that I can help people, um, you know, support people with and, and help people with. Generally as well, if you are just somebody who know knows that your nutrition, you know, isn't as good as it could be, or you don't feel as healthy as you know you could, and you just want to show up as your best self in all areas of your life, then coaching is for you. You know, if you're prepared to take that leap and take that step forward, um, then definitely coaching will support you to get there. So a lot of the things that I specialize in. Um, you know working on that relationship with food and if you don't know what your relationship with food is like if you're unsure about it if you're questioning it and you think maybe it is you know it, it is difficult and it could be better then please just reach out I've got a, you know a couple of um, techniques that we can use to look into your relationship with food in a bit more detail if you want to improve the relationship that you have with yourself and your body and build that self-trust and build that self-confidence absolutely that is something that I can help you work on Getting that education around nutrition and different food groups so you can get the most from your diet because there's so much that we can get from our diet and we know there's that huge link between nutrition and our mental health. So, you know, that's an area of, of a, re, a real area of focus that I love to work on and support people with, especially with my background, um, you know, in gastroenterology. It's a, an area that I have huge, you know, passion in. 
if you want to just improve that self-compassion and like I say build that self-trust that's something else we can work on and reducing those eating behaviors that aren't serving you and seeing food as a positive so you know a lot of us will often go to taking away different food groups or cutting things out of our diet and I want to have that food inclusivity and you know move away from that food preoccupation that people can have when it comes to disordered eating or you know um, poor eating habits or negative negative eating habits and see food as a positive and see how we can add it to enrich our diet and enrich our lives more than taking it away and just ultimately helping you to feel better that is my main goal with this because I think everybody deserves to feel better and hopefully feel the best um, at some point in their life. So if there's anything that I have talked about that interests you or you would like to know more about please feel free to drop me a message. You've got my Instagram, WhatsApp, there's a website you can email me and um, there is a form you can fill out on the Instagram and on the website and I will get back to you. It's always a free call, you know, so there's never any obligation to spend any money or to buy and also never any obligation to sign up. If there's a bit of information that I can give you or, you know, talk with you about and clear some myths and fads that you've heard and then that can get you on your way, you know, that is amazing. It doesn't mean that you have to sign up and pay for coaching, but I just want to be able to, you know, help you with that and get you the right information. Hopefully you've enjoyed listening. And I will very much look forward to doing episode three and talking to you all then. Thank you very much.